Good evening. Good evening. That was yesterday. It feels like evening. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kids that are in the house, Merry Christmas. Can I get a Merry Christmas from the kids? Merry Christmas, you guys. Isn't it fun to be in big church with the adults? We have some adults that still think that they're kids, and that's okay. I have a quote. I have a famous quote from, I don't know, maybe somebody that I identify with. His name is Ebenezer Scrooge. You guys remember Ebenezer Scrooge? Kids, how many people know, you guys know who Ebenezer Scrooge is? Do you? He's like the grumpy bear at Christmas time, right? Why doesn't he like Christmas? What's his problem? He doesn't like Christmas because, I don't know, it, it's expensive, right? It's, it's time-consuming, it's costly, but if you know the Christmas carol, if you know the story, Ebenezer's real problem was Jesus. His real problem is that he didn't like the gift that God gave, which was Jesus. And that kind of gets uh, displayed or manifested in grumpy behavior. Have you ever been grumpy, kids? Maybe you're a little grumpy this morning. Well, Ebenezer had an encounter with God. He had an encounter with the Holy Spirit, and it changed his life. And this is how he ends. This is a quote that he says. He says, I will honor Christmas. Very important statement. Because he didn't honor Christmas before. And kids, you know what you're doing right now? Like, you opened your presents this morning and you got into your stockings. But right here, you are being so incredibly patient and cool. And it's okay if you wiggle. I don't care. But you guys are amazing. You know why? Because today you are honoring Christmas. You're honoring Jesus. And I know you got a lot of gifts. But in Jesus' mind, this is the best gift that he could get. It's because you are here in church honoring Jesus. Like you're probably not going to remember anything that Pastor Josh says. But the very idea that you're here wiggling for Jesus, that is an incredible gift for him. So... Ebenezer, he has an encounter with God. He completely changes his attitude. He goes from being grumpy to nice. And he says, I will honor Christmas. Where do you think he honors Christmas, kids? By buying more presents? No. By trying to be nicer to people? Maybe a little bit. But where do we honor Jesus? In our hearts. So Ebenezer says, I will honor Christmas in my heart. And that is a deep and profound secret that we all get to understand someday. I will honor Christmas in my heart, and I will try, get this, I will try to keep it, not every year, but all year. Can you honor Christmas all year? That doesn't mean you have to wear the ugly sweater every single day. It doesn't mean like you're like the Kapchinsky house where your Christmas tree stays up until June. No. What it means is that it's in your heart. That Jesus is in your heart. Baby Jesus is in your heart every day, all year. It's like Christmas is a lifestyle. Amazing, isn't it? 
I will live in the past, the present, and the future, Ebenezer says. Sometimes it's not a good idea to live in the past. At the same time, we need to know where we have come from in order to grow and to mature and to make sure that we don't repeat the same mistakes, to make sure that we don't fall back into grumpy behavior. And we need to live in the present. Right here, right now, in church, you are present with Jesus. That's neat. And what does your future look like? Is your future full of hope, kids? Yeah? Are you going to do what Pastor John and, and Marina have done? Are you going to keep yourself pure until that day when you get the gift of marriage? What do you think about that? What do you think about honoring Jesus with your life, with your marriage, with your job, with your schoolwork, everything that you do? Could you imagine your future being that full of hope? Your parents are pretty cool because they brought you to church today. But here is the hope of glory, is that someday, someday you will be cooler than your parents. Can I get an amen? You want to be cooler than your parents. Like you want to take the best part of mom and the best part of dad and you want to put them together and you want to be the best of mom and dad. And like that grumpy part of dad and that grumpy part of mom, the Ebenezer that's in both of them, you don't want to do that. You want to take out what's bad and put in what's good so that you can live in the future, the future hope of what Jesus has called us to do and to live. The spirits of all three, they strive within us, Ebenezer says. And I will not shut out the lessons that they teach. Kids, you remember, remember the first Sunday school lesson that you heard, that you really got? Maybe it was the story of Jesus and on the cross, or maybe it was the story of Mary. Mary, the mother of God on the donkey. This is how the birth of Jesus came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. We know this. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man, he did not want to expose her to public disgrace, and he had in mind to divorce her quietly. So, he thought that his fiance was cheating on him. <gasps> you can ask your mom and dad about that when you go home. <laughs> they'll, they'll be more than happy to explain to you what that's all about. But it says that Joseph was a righteous man. A righteous man that loved God, not a man that lived by strict rules necessarily. Because a man that was dedicated to the law would have actually publicly exposed his fiancée and would have publicly had her executed. Could you imagine trying to execute somebody for not being faithful, for having an affair? What? But Joseph had the right to do it. He had the legal right to do it. But he was not a man bound under the law. For some reason, this is why God chose him, he was a man bound by grace 
and righteousness. And so he chose to do it quietly, yet something else spectacular happened. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. And he says, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Take Mary home to be your wife because she is conceived. She, for what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And Mary and Joseph got married. And this promise that was conceived in Mary through the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that Mary pondered it. She thought about it in her heart. Do you know that there's things that you can think about that are in your heart? It's very difficult to do. Actually, I think kids are better at it than, than adults. They can ponder things in their hearts better than us smart folks can. So kids, I want you to ask Jesus today, when you're growing up and maybe when you're spending time with family, how do you ponder the beautiful things in your heart? What is God telling you? And maybe you should tell your parents. Because I know that it is the childlike faith that hears from God better than anything else. It is the childlike faith that sees angels and actually expects to see people healed when they pray for them. Unlike Mr. Scrooge up here who's cynical and bitter towards life, right? And he's like, oh yeah, I'll pray for you. But deep down inside, I really don't think anything is going to happen because I've experienced too much life. No, kids, what you have is so precious and so sweet. And so just go after the greater things of God. Ponder these things in your heart. So for some reason, this is why Mary was chosen to be the mother of God because she had a childlike faith her entire life. And she pondered these questions in her heart. Last night we talked about the wise men, the, the magi, the magicians. That's right, folks. They were magicians from Persia. And they were seeking truth. And they followed his light, Jesus' light. They followed it to Bethlehem because they wanted to see this truth. They had an inkling that it might be, that might be true. There might be something to this. There might be something to this supernatural stuff. And they found truth. But you know what? They went home. They turned around and they went the other way, the Bible tells us, and they went home. The shepherds did the same thing. The shepherds went and they said, what angels? And they hung out with Jesus when he was born, but they went home. Even when Jesus was an adult, he had his best friends around him. And when he was betrayed by them, they went home too. Wow, kids, what do you think? You might have your best friends go home. They might leave you. They might forsake you. They might turn your back on you. But Mary never did. She was there with Jesus from the beginning, and she was there at Jesus at the very end. Why? Because she pondered these things in her heart. So when the circumstances were not all bubbly, she still believed. When life was hard, she still believed. When church was boring... She still believed. When it seemed as if God was not answering prayers, Mary still pondered things, the truth, this mystery in her heart. So kids, I would say today, your message, your, that if, if you could remember one thing, Abba, <laughs> yeah. If you could remember one thing, always ponder the truth inside of your heart. Believe, even when it, you don't feel like believing. 
God is good. He gives good gifts. And the amazing thing about the gift of God, Jesus, is that it never gets old or boring or you don't you never send Jesus to goodwill in about a year. He is with you forever. So ponder him in your heart. I'm so proud of all of you for being very wiggly but very present here. So thank you guys. If I could get the band and ushers to come to the front. We are going to sing another song. We're going we're gonna to give back to God right now, kids. It's important that uh, when we ponder things in our heart that the Bible says where our treasure is is where our heart is. Where's your heart, kids? I think it's here with Jesus. Like I know you guys. I know you guys are pretty savvy. If you wanted to stay home and watch TV, you probably could have convinced your parents to do so. But you didn't. You, wanted, you came here and you wanted to be in church. You wanted to honor Christmas. And so I know where your heart's at. Very proud of everybody here today. Thank you for being a transformed Scrooge. For honoring Christmas. And let's honor him, honor him every day. Would you stand with me in prayer? And what we're going to do, we're going to... We're going to pray. We're going to pass the offering baskets. I want to encourage you to give back to God. This is uh, for you adults. This is your last Sunday of the year to get your tax donation in. So uh, post-date the check, whatever you need to do. But this is your last chance because the offices were going to be closed. So if you need to get that final tithe caught up, this is the day to get that final tithe caught up. And... Um, we're just going to sing, we're going to sing the song, we're going to worship God with our finances, and then uh, at the very end, we are going to celebrate a Christian marriage. And so if you want to stick around, well, what we're going to do, we're going to have Pastor John, now, now that he'll be married, he'll become a real pastor, uh, we're going to have Pastor John and Marina, we're going to have them come right up here up front, and uh, the pastors and the elders are going to lay hands on them, and we are going to... Give them our blessing. We are going to impart grace on them. If you've had a good marriage or a bad marriage, and if you're surviving and if you're working, look, we'll just, just reach out to them, and we're going to bless them in this, last, in this last season. We'd love for you just to, to gather around them and lay hands on them as we go. But I want to say again, Merry Christmas. I love you guys. I love each and every one of you. Although you are precious to me, you are more precious to Jesus. He is so in love with you. He cares so much for your future. He cares a lot about your past. He cares about you right here, right now, the, the, the things that you're going through right now. But he also cares about your future. He's going to give you a hope, and you have a beautiful life planned ahead. And that is how good our God is. All right, kids, would you like to pray with me? All right, kids, let's pray. Bow your heads, close your eyes. Heavenly Father, right now we just come before you and we want to honor Christmas. Not only just in a Christmas sort of way, but we want to honor Christmas in our hearts. Today and every day, all year round, not just on Christmas Sunday. But we want every Sunday 
every day that truth of who you are. We want, it to, we want to ponder it in our heart. We want it to set powerful seed. So God, we honor you today. We honor you with our presence. We honor you with gifts. We honor you with our lives. Thank you so much for being active. Pray that you bless this offering. Bless this church. Give us a Merry Christmas. In your name, Lord Jesus. Amen.